we've definitely hit the last time that we're going to have sex in this house. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I just wanted to see your face. No. I just we wanted will, to see your face. We will definitely have, have sex in this house uh, before we leave. Welcome to Marriage Mavericks. I'm Josh. And I'm Cassie. In this show, we give you practical strategies and real stories to help you fall back in love, rebuild trust, and rekindle the sex and intimacy in your relationship, even if divorce feels inevitable. Whether you listen together or separately, our goal is to provide you the tools to heal your marriage from the inside out. All this information is 100% free, so please share and enjoy. All right, Marriage Mavericks. So we're going to try something in this episode. We actually had a podcast before. This podcast is us starting fresh with everything that we learned. And one thing that was really popular on that podcast was what we called a host chat, which was just Cassie and I sitting down for a few minutes and chatting about our life and our family and what's going on. So since people like that so much, we're going to try it here. And if you folks like it, tell us that and we'll keep doing more of these. And if you don't like it, tell us that and we'll do other things. (laughs) So... This actually comes at a fortuitous time because life is kind of insane in a good way right now. Yes, I have described it as sweet crazy sauce. That is how I've been describing our life. The sweet crazy sauce? (laughs) The sweet crazy sauce. It's spicy, it's crazy, it's wild, but it's, it's good. So where do we start with this? I think we start with possibly where we're at right in this moment. Not spend a lot of time here, but just like where we're at and then we can kind of talk about how we got here. I think that might be the easiest. Okay, where are we at? We are moving. We are moving. We are selling our house. and We are selling our house and we are going to pack it up and do this nomad thing. Yes, and now I think we can rewind and go back a little bit further, but I think we have to frame it with where we're at in this very moment. And we sold our house we are packing things up. We are going to be moving around the country, visiting different places. And yeah, it's, it's, we have been wanting to do this for so long. I am so excited. So backstory looks like this. So we bought our house several years ago and I'm not going to go too far into the story, but suffice it to say the house has been very interesting. We love it. It's treated us well. It's, it's spacious and in ways that we need with running a business out of our home. Also, the people who had the house before us apparently just built whatever the hell they wanted (laughs) with no regards for what the future would bring. So it's been an interesting home, but it has treated us well. But for a long time, we're in Maryland. And I got to be honest, folks, I've lived a lot of places in this country and we've got family here and that's great. And we've got lots of people and friends here and that's obviously important really important and means a lot, but I'm not real fond of Maryland. Marriage Mavericks, I am sitting here as we are podcasting in a unicorn onesie because I am cold. There is snow outside. It is wet. It is yucky. And I don't want none of that. Well, here's the thing. We're both, I say our whole family, pretty big outdoorsy. We are. People. I mean, even our daughter, we do like rock climbing with and we like going out and doing hiking and she likes to be on her bike. We're, we're, we're very outside people. And I personally get most of my, I say most, but a big happiness factor for me I've come to recognize over the years is my ability to be outside and also to be out in sunlight. When winter comes, I get sad. I get that seasonal depression thing going. I'm sitting here under 
under my light. I've only been outside once in the past week. And even when I did, it was just gray and overcast and snowy. And yeah, I, I don't care for it. So none of it. We've for a long time, we've been like, okay, we want to move, but we don't know where we want to move. We know we want warmer. We know we want sunny. We know we want a place that has good outdoor stuff, but we don't know where we want to move. And we have this cool thing where we run our own business that we can run from wherever we're at in the world. Yeah. And we had sort of started talking about this journey back when our son was in high school, but we wanted to wait until he graduated before doing that, before going and visiting places and seeking out where we wanted to go. And that's really the conversation we've been having. We're going to take a year, year and a half. We're going to move around. We're going to visit some different cities. We're going to visit them in good weather. And if we like them, if you don't like it in good weather, then there's no point in coming back. (laughs) But if we like it in good weather, we'll come back during bad weather and we'll see what we like. And as you said, this was years ago, we started talking about this and our son, we wanted to wait for him to graduate. And then we had our daughter and we needed to wait for her to get a little older because she's obviously got to be say able to entertain herself, but she does to a certain extent have to be able to entertain herself if we're leaving and we're leaving childcare behind. And there's just been a lot of reasons to not start. And then we were looking at an RV. We were like, maybe we'll do Airbnb. So we've been talking about this for, for a long time. Also, you miss, you skipped over COVID was in there. Oh, there's so much. Oh, so many things that were factors of like, this isn't a good time. Not right now. Maybe, maybe later. And I'll, I'll be honest. We keep being like, we're not going to spend another winter here in Maryland. And I thought we were going to spend this winter here in Maryland again. And it's been like five years of that. Five years we've been like, we're not going to spend another winter here. So this is how that is not happening. And I will tell the short version. Obviously, none of this is super final yet, although I think we're pretty final about our decision. This is what we're doing, even if what we're currently doing falls through. I'll let you tell the background with our, our daughter, the little lion, but I let's keep it. Tight. There's yeah. so much. Yeah, there is so much. So I think all in all, if, if, if this is what you're, you're, you're talking about, I think this is the best time for her. She is at an age where she can kind of enjoy the move, enjoy getting out, and she's not in school yet. And we have that time to find a place to like settle. And so the decision is the best time, but there was a push. There was a thing that kind of pushed us to get to where we were at. So basically without going into a ton of sad and probably not super exciting stuff to talk about. Our daughter has been sick for a few months, like sinus infections, like nine months, sleep apnea. It's been continuous. And we went, we took her to doctors, they told us it's her adenoids, they probably need to be removed, they're inflamed, and we were going to set her up for surgery after we came back from vacation. We're like, we're not going to get surgery done before we take her on Florida for vacation in December and go to Disney and stuff right before Christmas. That would suck for the toddler. So little lion, who is now going on four, we took her down to Florida, and all of a sudden she gets better. Okay, this is pretty cool. We bring her back to the house. She gets sick again. And we're like, crap, there's something in the house at this point. Like, we can't keep our daughter in this house. Like, we have to move. We take her to her doctors. Her doctors are telling us that there's no way this should have gotten 
better when you were gone. It should have gotten worse. worse. Like we need to hold off on surgery. You need to figure out what's going on in your house. So we reached out to a realtor and we're like, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We want to sell this house. So we have that conversation. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't think it was actually going to go anywhere because again, this house has been a bit of an adventure and I had that conversation. And then we actually found out what it was in the house, which was, and I didn't even realize this was a possible thing. Our furnace is old and the heat exchanger has gone up. And apparently when that happens, it can vent fumes into your house that are fairly toxic. And we figured that out. We cut the heat off and set a bunch of space heaters, and all of a sudden, our daughter gets better mm-hmm. again. Like so overnight. that's, first off, I mean, that's pretty awesome, because she's been sick. She was. She was sick for nine months. Like, I know she had the conversation with you, why am I always the sick kid? That broke she, my heart, man. Yeah, she did. She was like, why am I always the sick kid? And she was, though. She was sick all the time. She wasn't sleeping. She was having, like, apnea. She was coughing. And, and... It's it's sad when your little ones don't feel good and they don't get it and you don't have and it's even harder when you don't have an explanation aside for there's a part of your body that's inflamed that shouldn't be doing what it's doing which in fact after all this the doctor was like her adenoids were doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing they were fighting her being essentially poisoned from the fumes that were going on and they were trying to protect her all that happened and we found that out. But even though that was a, a fairly simple fix, it got us kicked into this, we're going to sell the house, we're going to talk to the realtor. And we did that with the idea of kind of just tinkering with it. Like, we don't know how this is going to go. We don't know any of that. And the realtor was like, actually, this is a great time to sell. Let me talk to you about that. I've got some folks that I could even you know, who might be interested. Real quick, so we are on a mission here to save marriages and save families, and we need your help. We're not charging for this information. We don't do sponsorships. Our only ask is that you pay it forward so others can get the help that they need. Leave a review on iTunes for this podcast, share it on your Facebook, whatever. That minute you take, it might just be the thing that helps someone keep their kids under one roof and have an amazing life. They'll be grateful, and so will we. But yeah, so in the midst of all this, we got an offer, we took it, and we're supposed to be, we're recording this episode on, I think, January 24th. Yep, yep. We are supposed to be moving, closing, and starting this new journey on February 12th. So all of this has happened since the first of the year, which is truly insane. Mm -hmm. And the way in which it happened kind of sucked. I just, I I still feel bad about that, even though there was no way to know that's what was going on. But it has put us in the spot where we're finally going to do this thing that we've been talking about doing for forever, and we're super excited. So we are going to go to Florida, and we are going to soak up some sun in February, and we're going to let our daughter swim in the pool, and it is going to be fantastic. And in the meantime, we're in a full court press of trying to get this house packed up and not having a toddler meltdown with her stuff. <laughs> and you were just telling me about that. Yeah, she was like, these are my things. I don't want any other little babies to take my things. Um, she freaked out because we had boxed up some of her stuff, things that she was she's actually keeping, but she didn't see where the box went. So she was like, what did you do with my things? I don't have any things. And we're like, whoa, 
we still have your things. So she's having a little bit of a hard time, but I, I think that's natural for What did you say about the tiny baby and she gets to pick and... Oh, so we have some toys of hers that she hasn't played with or shown any interest in. And this happens. Every time I try to gather things to do hand-me-downs to, like your cousin's <laughs> children, things like that, she discovers them. So I have to be very skillful not to let her rediscover things that she's been ignoring for the last six months anyway. So I had a bag of things for going out of the house as we're trying to down downgrade all the things and, and get rid of the stuff that we don't need. And she found a bag that had one of her little chew toys from when she was teething. She hasn't messed with that thing in years and her little rolling elephant on a string. And she was like, I get to decide if other little babies get my things. Because a lot of times she'll be like, I'm ready for the little baby tiny to take babies. this. Tiny babies. Other tiny babies. Yes. Little tiny babies. Because she's not a big, she's, she's a big girl now. And they're tiny babies. She gets to decide when the tiny babies get her things. So... We might be taking an extra box or so with us that we weren't planning on because that girl is stuck on wanting all of her things. Got to move and figure out how to move without causing the toddler any undue trauma. She is very excited, though. She is. She's very excited about everything except the fact that her things are being packed up. Yes. Other than that, she is really excited. She loves the idea that we're going back to Florida because we actually went there. That was when we went on vacation. So And she got to swim in December in a pool outside. Yeah. So she's pretty thrilled about that. She is. She she's got her mermaid tail and everything. So she is excited to go swim. And she's also excited to uh go back down where Mickey and Minnie live because she's a big Mickey and Minnie fan. So she's she's excited. And I think it's gonna be such an amazing adventure for her because she's old enough now to enjoy it too. She she just takes everything in and just has so much fun with everything that she does. So she's excited for Mickey Mitty and she's excited for pools. What are you most excited for? Oh, way to toss that back at me. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm excited for the warmth. You know that. I, I, I don't like the cold. But for me, more than anything, it's not going to Florida or any particular place that we're traveling is I feel like this is a new adventure for us. Mm. One of the things that I have always loved about our relationship is that, well, how can I put this? We are always on to a new adventure in some way. Like we've run a business together. We have our kids. We rock climb. We, we do so many things. And this just opens up another opportunity for us to be able to bond, have experiences, make memories in a different way. I mean, there's no way not to have adventure moving around the country. Just by doing that, you're going to have adventures. And I'm excited to be able to do that with you and our daughter. And when our son is back from college, he'll be able to have have some of that as well when he's around for breaks and things like that. So I'm, I'm really excited for the adventures that I don't even know that we're having yet. Hmm. I was waiting to see if you were going to kick that ball back into my court, but it looks like I'm off the hook. So, <laughs> No, I stopped and looked at you because I was like, okay, your turn. I am. I'm very excited to be, as you said, onto a new adventure. It's going to be fun and we're going to get to try a lot of things and do a lot of things and have a lot of experiences together and have a lot of experiences with the little one as she is getting big very rapidly. And on top of that, I'm really excited to get some sun. I wasn't kidding when I said this time of year, I sit here huddled under lights trying to get my mood up. I'm very excited 
for that piece as well. I'll be honest with you. Oh, I know. When we were down there in Florida and I was able to go out and like run in the sun in the morning uh, in December, that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing some friends that we haven't seen much in a while. So it's going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool. I'm very excited. I did get thinking about something though Mm. that might be cool to talk to people about. And you and I have been talking about it, which is this concept of lasts. Oh, yeah. So I've been kind of following some of the thinking around Stoic philosophy for the last little bit. I find some of those principles very helpful. And for those of you who don't know much about that, you can Google. There's some great resources. But to me, I feel like the primary ways that it operates is the idea that having some temporary discomfort, particularly in your thoughts, in the short term can lead to good life changes and good mood things in the longer term. Probably summing that up very horribly. Anybody who's into stoicism is probably smashing their heads into the table. (laughs) But for me, that's been one of my takeaways. And one of the tools that I've seen in stoicism that I find very helpful that I'm currently is really expressing to me is this concept that Anything that we do might be the last time that we do it. And more so that we don't usually know when we're going to do something for the last time. You don't know when the last time is that you're going to give your kid a piggyback ride. You don't know the last time you're going to talk to that friend. For us, there have been quite a few lasts already that have passed without us realizing you were talking about a couple of them this morning yeah we had our last holiday in the house and like big family gathering because we hosted christmas day and it was amazing i loved it i got to cook and we had just a big gathering of family like everybody came and it was amazing and i loved it but i wasn't sitting there thinking oh this is the last christmas that we're gonna have in our house. Uh, I was telling you this morning, you know, we may have had the last time that we play with our daughter in the snow because mm-hmm. we're planning on moving to places without snow. If we're moving around right, we won't hit snow. <laughs> That's so the goal. Maybe the last time we play with our daughter in the snow. It. We joined a climbing gym here recently that has been absolutely lovely. I've really enjoyed it. We've been very big into climbing at certain points and we started to get back into it again. And the gym that we found is fantastic. And I suspect that we probably already hit the last time that we're going to go because we're so busy with trying to move. I'm not sure we're going to make it up there again before we hit the road. And once we're on the road, even when we're visiting family and stuff here, it's actually pretty far out of the way. So we probably mm-hmm. won't do it. And I know this can be, it can seem at first glance like a bit of a depressing idea. I think most stoic concepts can in a way. But it's really powerful when you think about it because the idea is when you think about knowing that and knowing that there will be a last time for everything and knowing that you don't usually know when that is, you start to approach being present to those things in a different way. So would I have approached that last holiday here differently if I knew that was going to be the last time or I was thinking it was going to be the last time? Probably. When I was talking about that last snow with my daughter, I knew at that point that that would probably be our last snow And so I stayed out there with her and had fun with her for longer than I otherwise would have stayed out there in the cold. 
I went sledding for 45 minutes because I had that thought. And you really have to pull me out in the snow to get me to do anything. Normally, I'm like, I will come out and do one sled ride and come back in. But I, I stayed out for 45 minutes because I was like, I want that to be a great memory. We've definitely hit the last time that we're going to have sex in this house. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I just wanted to see your face. No. I just we wanted will, to see your face. We will definitely have have sex in this house uh, before we leave. Like, we... we no, I, I need, I don't want intimacy. to deal with you <laughs> without physical intimacy, not having sex for that long. Yeah, no, moving's already hard enough without everybody in the house being miserable. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that to you, myself, or our children. I wouldn't do that. But as far as some last, one thing that I want to point out to folks is this doesn't have to be a negative thing. There are plenty of reasons why we have lasts that are good things. I think about our daughter and I had like a, a boba wrap for her and she was, she's getting heavy. And a little while ago she was like, mommy, can you put me in the boba wrap? And it had been several months and she needed to be carried in it. She's now two and she's a big kid. So folks, when, when we're talking about our daughter, you have to understand she is three right now and she is wearing clothes for a six, seven year old. She's almost four. She is almost four, but she is wearing clothes for a six, seven year old. She is a big kid. She is very tall. And so with the tallness comes the heaviness. And when I was carrying her in that, like my, my feeling around it was, oh my gosh, I'm lugging 35 pounds. You're super heavy. But I didn't actually think, wow, there's going to come a point where I'm not like snuggling you in this thing that I'm carrying you. And if you can do that, you can really appreciate in the moment. And as I said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like we all hope that our kids get to a point where they can walk on their own. And carry oh, the last time I'm changing a diaper. <laughs> right? We all want our kids to eventually be able to use the bathroom by themselves. We we want to say goodbye to this house and, and embark on an amazing journey and do all the fun things that we're talking about. Like this is a good move, but there's some lasts that we now get to appreciate before we go. And so something I'd encourage all of you over the next few days, even the next week, to do is to try and bring that idea into your interactions with your spouses or your kids of how would I be approaching this if I knew this could potentially be the last time that I was doing this thing. My, my daughter comes to me sometimes and asks me to take a nap with her. And we're very busy, <laughs> especially right now, but always. We've got a lot of people we're helping. We're doing a lot. We've got a lot of projects. But there's going to be a last time that that girl comes and asks me to sleep on my chest and I don't know when that's going to be. And I'd encourage all of you to just over the next few days, just try approaching your interactions with your spouse, with your kids from that place of if this was the last time, what would I do? How would I make time? How present would I be? How would I show up? How would I manage my emotions in this interaction, what would I say? And just see, just see what that changes for you in the quality of your interactions and in your enjoyment in them.